Hi, this is Randall Dobbins with Business Partner Blueprint, where we provide strategic alliance training to help you quickly grow your business. I'm welcoming you back to another episode of the Blueprint Pros Podcast, where we discuss how to land big corporate contracts. And today, I'm so wonderful, I can't stand myself. I was sitting here today, kind of thinking back on uh, when I grew up, and I was reminded of something that uh, my grandmother used to say. You have to bear in mind that um, when I was young, I was an overachiever, very curious, uh, had my head in books, trying to pick up and learn most everything I possibly could, which, of course, got me in a position of being more certain about things than I should have been for my age. So my grandmother, when we obviously would have these um, conflicts, disagreements, miscommunications, she would just look at me and she would say, a hard head makes for a soft ass. And so it, it, uh, it was kind of amazing because... You know how as you, when your grandparents tell you something, you know, they tell you so many things, but frequently enough, there are sometimes they tell you things and it's just the way they say it. It just sticks with you. There's just certain things. Uh, and my grandmother, you have to appreciate, was a very patient woman. She was uh, she was stern. She you, you never questioned her word. She wasn't soft or anything like that. She was a school teacher. So she had that way. Of talking with you where you knew exactly what she meant what she was trying to communicate and what was expected but she was not one of those grandparents that argued with children she wasn't one of those that negotiated with us either <laughs> but she was just the most kinding giving loving caring supportive and encouraging person probably one of the reasons why I'm, um, she probably has as much to do with what I ended up becoming and turned out to be than 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 pretty much anyone else. At least to say my grandfather was the principal of a school. So to say that I spent a decent amount of time with educators is an understatement. But it brings me back to this 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 topic of a hard head makes for a soft bottom, <laughs> or a hard head makes for a soft ass. <laughs> Not that you're gonna get a whooping after <laughs> or a spanking or a beatdown at the end of this 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 podcast. But nonetheless, it's uh, apropos because it reminds me of one of those things where having been teaching strategic alliances, training hundreds and hundreds of companies on strategic alliance, the strategic alliance process for, gosh, what, coming up on almost 15 years now. Something that always strikes me when I talk to people and say, you know, hey, look, have you signed up for one of our classes? And they say, I don't need that. Really? How's your business going? Well, we're struggling. Huh. Interesting. Well, what, what, what do you know about strategic lines? Well, uh, um, uh, I did one once before and it didn't work out. Hmm. Okay. Do you know why it didn't work out? Well, I couldn't trust my partner. Hmm. All right. So you did want, well, and, and what made it strategic? Well, we had this opportunity come up and we decided we were going to put this thing together and it, it just didn't work out. Hmm. Okay. 
So, you didn't actually spend a lot of time figuring out who the right partner was going to be. No, I didn't. And you really hadn't gone through and tried to talk through some compatibility issues uh, as to whether or not you all could actually do business. No, no, we didn't have time for that. And you didn't necessarily decide whether or not this was somebody that strategically fit into the architecture of your business, right? Well, no, no, no. I, I didn't have any time for that either. Huh, okay. And you say it failed. Yeah, yeah, it didn't fail. They, they, they don't work. Okay, well, that that makes sense. Yep. You probably need this training more than anybody else. <laughs> and they just look at me and go, huh? What? 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 You know, it gets fascinating and i'm going to take you on a little bit of a journey in in this uh short podcast but i just want you to bear with me but if you've made it to episode 35 you know i frequently go on journeys that's just kind of the way kind of the way we roll around here so it amazes me how when you see successful companies doing highly effective things people conclude Well, that doesn't work. What do you mean it doesn't work? I got all these other businesses over here doing this. We have right now, if you if you recall, I mentioned the billion dollar roundtable, which is comprised of companies, large corporations that do in excess of a billion dollars with diverse suppliers, minority and women suppliers. It's like, what, what? What do you mean it doesn't work? There are diverse suppliers out there getting billions of corporate dollars every year. As a matter of fact, there are a number of diverse suppliers that have sales in excess of um, uh, multi-billions of dollars. You know, that's not new in the global economy right now. There are plenty of diverse suppliers with sales in excess of multiple billions of dollars. So... When folks tell me that doesn't work and that's not what I need for my business, well, okay, what, what do you think you need for your business? Well, we just need more money. <laughs> really? <laughs> Amazon says they need more money. Okie dokie. So, since that's probably not within your control, well, we just we, we need more capital. Huh. Okay, so you need a warehouse line. You, 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 you need more resource. You need, really? Okay, all right. So if you bring in more people and you bring in all these other kinds of things, how do you know you're bringing in the right people? Well, I just need more. I just need more. I just need more. And I'm not having this conversation with you to be dismissive or to uh, make fun or anybody. I'm actually sharing with you what I find to be very common, which is when you get to a point in your business where it's not growing the way you want it to grow, you get to a stumbling block or you hit the wall and you're trying to figure out What's the next course of action that you need to take to get to the next to the next phase? Your your problem is very similar to companies that have been where you are, in which case one of two things happened. The vast majority of them did not get past that point, and a handful figured it out. If you recall, I've shared with you. That big businesses are nothing more than small businesses that did everything right. They all kind of started where you are right now. They really did. Where you where you are, where I am, where I've been since I've recast the business. And so we're not coming across anything that's new. 
Which just goes back to what my grandmother said. You know, a hard head makes for a soft bottom. And the hard head being this, which is, why is it that when people start dropping wisdom on us, uh, trying to share with us things they know, we fight them on this? Why? Why is it that we're so quick to assume that whatever it is won't work without really and truly trying to understand how might we either A, adapt it to our business or how was it that we went about implementing something that made it not work for us when we know it's worked for someone else? Now, I want to give you the context for this because the context for this is pretty significant. In the Fortune 500, you have something known as learning organizations. And learning organizations, it's a specific term. It speaks to the fact that there are entities, corporations out there that thrive on discovering what they don't know. And what they're saying is they understand that they need to need to continue to push the boundaries to to learn to adapt to a changing environment incorporating new technologies looking at new ways of thinking trying to develop and implement innovation so that they can re- maintain their edge and remain competitive yes All of that is otherwise known as continuous improvement. Yes, continuous improvement. And so it's it becomes a challenge, especially when you've reached some level of success. As you start thinking about business growth, business growth, I like to think of as plateaus of success. You reach one plateau of success and then you're on to the next plateau of success and then you're on to the next plateau of success. We're seeing it right now when you see these multi hundred billion dollar mergers going on, people going from one plateau of success to another plateau of success, just redefining business as we speak before our very eyes. It's a rather fascinating thing. And I know you might be saying, Randall, I hear you, but that's the big guys. That doesn't apply to me. Yeah, it applies to you because you are going through the exact same evolution in your business. We all do. doesn't really matter. Your business is either growing or dying. You've heard me say this before. If your business is not growing and it's maintained and it's and it's currently stagnant, then by definition, if it's stagnant, it's losing position. And if it's losing position, it's dying. Just it's either grow or die. There's really no in-between. You're either growing or dying. And so, you know, the trick to getting past having a hard head so that you don't have that soft bottom (laughs) is what I mentioned just a moment ago. Discovering what you don't know to create what you haven't yet imagined. Now think about this. On the one hand, We will all say there's nothing new under the sun. On the other hand, we've lived long enough to know, well, it might not be new, but my goodness, it's appearing in a different form. (laughs) Currently, my goodness, we're, 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 we're witnessing so many things. I read an article that talked about 15 things that didn't exist, um, 
no, nine things that did not exist 15 years ago. And, uh, yeah, nine things did not exist 15 years ago. And think about what cell phones were 15 years ago. You did not have the world in your hand 15 years ago. Think about tablet computing. 15 years ago, if you weren't sitting in a desk chair or a formal chair in front of a desktop computer you or standing up, you you weren't you, you know you weren't comfortable and casual with, with a computer, let alone it being mobile. All right. Um, there are just so many different examples of things that just didn't exist fifteen years ago. You, you know, we, we're finding that there are things out there that make it a lot more convenient for us. So you, you know, maybe there's nothing new under the sun, but boy, there are some things that are that makes how we go about doing some of the things that we've always done a whole lot easier and a whole lot simpler. And that innovation in and of itself meant that somebody had to create something they hadn't yet imagined. Think about that. Every day, somebody's out there creating things they haven't yet imagined. And only because, I guess, what was it? The guy that, that uh, discovered the post-it notes for 3M, he went into the lab to discover one thing. And what uh, between the post-it notes and plexiglass both, they went into the lab to discover one thing and only to come out with something totally different. They found an application for it that they didn't even consider when they went in looking for it. And so that's the case when it comes to uh, continuous learning uh, for your business, when it comes to training, when it comes to opening your mind to view things in a different way so that you can create products and services for your customers that make a difference for them. If it makes a difference for your clients and for your customers, it for doggone sure is going to make a difference in your business growth and your profitability. It's definitely going to help you to get to that next plateau of growth so that you're once again building that business of your dream, leaving that legacy business that you want for your yourself, your family, your 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 community, and your your passion projects. And so, what I would encourage you to do, because there's a number of different ways you can go about doing this. I have a friend of mine that uh, is always reading new books. He says to me, Randall, there's so much great information out there. He says, I just pick up a, a, a book. I try and read, you know, a new book per month, a business book, and then uh, a couple other different things. But he says, even if I only get one little something out of it, it was worth the time. He goes, if if uh, what everybody's writing confirms what I know, then I know I'm not falling behind. And if somebody shares something with me that either tells me something I didn't know or sparks a thought that I otherwise didn't have, then I am continually improving upon my skill set and making a difference for my organization. And he sets a top, he has a pretty substantial position in uh, a large, um, in, in, a, in a Fortune 50 company. And, uh, you know, that, 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 that's great. That works for him. He's staying in corporate. I've had so many business owners talk to me about how they like to invest in different training courses 
to help them f- with a specific skill set, whether it's negotiation or whether it's marketing or whether it's project management or whether it's a foreign language or whether it's whatever it is. They know that that continuing investment in their, their skill sets personally and for their business can only generate good results for them. The trick is just figuring out which ones makes the most sense for them at this point in time. So before I wrap up here, I'm, I just want to start back with where I, uh, I want to end with where I started, which is, you know, don't don't let your hard head <laughs> make for a soft bottom with regard to your business and go ahead, do the work. Be, be, ex- be eager, be excited to discover what you don't know to create what you haven't yet imagined. And uh, one of the things you can do is look at our business partner blueprint uh, series of uh, of training courses on strategic alliances. Strategic alliances are a proven process for you to quickly grow your business. Period. End of discussion. So with that, please go to www.blueprintpros.com and uh, get on our mailing list. I'd love for you to stay up to date on uh, new episodes, uh, get other exciting news that's uh, going on with us, or just leave me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Just let me know what you think, and if there are other topics you want me to cover, I'd be more than happy to do that. And uh, who knows, I may feature your comment in an upcoming episode. Uh, we're, we're, we're sticking with this and going to be around for a while. And by all means, please feel free to share our podcast with your business colleagues and friends. We're, we're trying to get the word out there, and I most certainly appreciate your support. This is Randall signing off. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye for now.